Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We'll continue talking University of Miami football. Roddy Jones was on the uh, telecast the other night from the ACC Network, the great Roddy Jones. Roddy, happy Thanksgiving. How are you? Joe, uh, thanks for having me on. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I am doing well. How about yourself, my friend? Hanging in there. Got a busy uh, Thanksgiving coming up, a little basketball in Orlando, a trip to North Carolina, and then a return trip to Orlando. So going to be busy. Hope the, airlines, hope the airlines are working well. No kidding. <laughs> um, you saw Tyler Van Dyke. You've seen a, seen him a couple of times. You saw them the other night. What what were your thoughts on the University of Miami the other night? Uh, I, I thought it was a it was, it was an incredible bounce back performance. I mean, that was a crushing loss to Florida State. The way it happened. Anytime you lose to a rival, it's tough. But especially the way that one happened. You know, having a backup, big play, fourth and fourteen, all that. It's been very easy for this team to come out flat against Virginia Tech. And I think it was great of the coaching staff to take some shots early, get them some momentum early, get them feeling good about themselves. And then it was a, it was a great job by the team of responding, executing. And then when Virginia Tech kind of got back into the game to really put them away and, and put that game in a place where Virginia Tech wasn't going to touch them. So ultimately, Joe, like, I think this Miami team has been one of the more impressive developments of a team in the conference because um, of a number of things. One, you look at where this Miami team was at the beginning of the year, the names that you expected to count on, the the style of offense they were going to play. It was largely centered around guys that you've either had very sparingly or not at all. Um, And then the development just of the young players and the excitement that 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 brings for the future man so i came out of that really impressed with the maturity of this miami team impressed with tyler van dyke and that offense impressed with the defense uh and their ability to sort of settle down once virginia tech started to find some success so uh, i think i think the the word was just i was impressed and pleased for miami to, to have responded that way roddy five straight uh for van dyke of 300 yards or more uh, are we at the point of, okay, yeah, th- this guy, he's a real college quarterback. He's the real deal? 100%. Yes. Like, yeah. uh, you, you, you know, I don't think you're going to see the the sort of overhype and then disappointment that you got out of, like, DJ Uyunglele at Clemson because he was doing that largely with two with pieces that were going to leave. And also he did it for two games. I mean, Tyler Van Dyke's doing it with all the dudes that are going to come back next year. And he's done it five games straight. Like, that is not a small sample size in college football anymore. It's almost half a season. 
So will he be like the ACC player of the year next year? I don't know. Will he throw for over 300 yards and three touchdowns in every game the rest of his career? Probably not. But the dude's really good, and he's got a little something to him that mentally he's able to shake things off quickly, and he always feels like the next throw. It seems like. He always feels like the next throw is going to be a a touchdown. Like, he throws like that. Like, yeah, this one's the one that I'm going to put in the end zone, even if he's missed a bunch straight. So I'm a big Tyler Van Dyke fan. I love what he's brought to this team, obviously from a skill position standpoint. But teams kind of take on the, 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 the personality of their leaders. And Tyler Van Dyke really seems to be one of those leaders. And ever since his comments before the NC State game, like that, this team has really responded to him. Yeah, they got a chance. Uh, they had the chance to run the table, go six, uh, six for six. Uh, that's not there anymore. But five out of six, uh, as they have Duke on Saturday. Duke is really struggling, aren't they? That's a, been a tough situation for David Cutcliffe. Uh, it really is, Joe, and it's really unfortunate that that it's kind of come to this. Um, they are, I mean, they are really bad. I saw them on Thursday night. I saw them on Thursday night against Louisville. Um, and, and look, defensively, they're they're basically falling apart. I won't I won't use the Q word, but the way they tackled the other night, like it was as bad a tackling as I've seen this season, uh, including Miami early in the year, but and North Carolina at times. But they were just abysmal. I mean, Malik Cunningham was was great, um, and they really allowed him to be. So, if Miami doesn't go out and take care of business, I would be shocked because that's kind of a defense that's coming apart at the seams and has so many holes in it that uh, that I'd expect Miami to have a, a, a pretty easy time of it as college football games go. We look uh, looks like we're staring at a Wake Forest. If Wake Forest can take care of their 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 job at Wake Forest Pittsburgh championship game, is that good for the ACC? I guess number one and number two. When you look at it, uh, Pitt and Wake Forest for a championship game. I don't know if they have a scoreboard big enough for it because uh, that might be sixty-five to sixty. Yeah, it, it really might be. Um, so is it good for the ACC? Huh? I mean, from a revenue standpoint, probably not. When the smallest uh, team in the Power Five makes it to your championship game, um, it's, it's not exactly something that's going to have the league jumping for joy. But in terms, of, in terms of, of showing the league what it looks like to have patience with a coach, to have a coach with a, with a great vision, who is a great developer and teacher – then, yeah, I think it's good for the league. And anytime you get new blood in the championship game, it's, it's kind of fun. So, so uh, I, I think Wake Forest would be a worthy contestant. Honestly, you know, if they were to lose and NC State goes, and NC State goes, then, then I think NC State would be fun to watch too because they've been the most complete team in the ACC this year. Yeah. You, they, they've been uh, a really fantastic in all three phases of the game. So, um, I, I look. I think the league, if you caught them in a uh, in a uh, honest moment, would prefer NC State or Clemson. But but I think Wake and what Dave Clawson's done there is worthy of making. Uh, Dave Clawson's a very interesting guy. Is he is he going to be in the mix for any of these jobs that are open around the country? I think he's going to be in the mix for a few of them. I, now the question is, will he leave? And I don't know the yeah. answer to that because. You know, Dave Clawson's a little bit different than, I guess, a typical coach in that you don't get the sense that he is uh, outwardly, ambitiously looking for the next job, that the end-all, be-all is a national championship. And he's as competitive as anybody, but I think he understands that, that life is about balance, and, and some of that is the balance of knowing 
hey, I have a chance to develop a really good team, win nine games like every three or four years, and, and that would be great here, and I can retire here. Like those, not, So I get that sense that, that he would consider that. Now, does that mean he won't move? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've seen him talked about for all kinds of jobs. His name's been floated around. How many of those are serious? How many of those is his agent? Uh, that I don't know, but I, I think he is certainly being noticed on a national level in a way that I've kind of been asking for him to be noticed um, for probably three or four years now, telling people, hey, look, Gabe Clawson's done this thing, and it's sustainable, and it's really, really good, and now the rest of the world is taking notice. Roddy Jones is our guest from the ACC Network. You know, uh, I always think that he's interesting because they redshirt all their – well, they were able to redshirt all of their players, which is a formula if you go all the way back. A lot of guys used, including here at Miami and, you know, the great Don James and uh, Joe Paterno. uh, Guys were always redshirted. But now college football, Roddy, today, it's not the same game it was 18 months ago alongside 18 years ago. It has drastically changed, and and the biggest change is going to be uh, the transfers. And I think it's going to be interesting to see how teams build their their roster this year because of the transfers. Do they grab transfers or do they grab recruits? Because you can make your team better uh, with transfers, and there are some programs that uh, are going to be undergoing changes and players might want to leap. It's going to be really interesting to see uh, just how active the transfer portal is because we know there's going to be a lot of coach movement. So how much player movement are we going to see? Honestly, one of the better or one of the bigger movements that no one really is talking about last year was uh, three guys from Houston Baptist, Bailey Zappi and a couple of his receivers, leaving Houston Baptist following their offensive coordinator to Western Kentucky where Tyson Helton has the best offense in the group of five. I mean, they are putting up all kinds of numbers. And it was because those three guys performed really well at Houston Baptist. They felt like, hey, I need to transfer. I think I can transfer up. Their offensive coordinator got hired at Western Kentucky, and, and they transfer with them. So, so how much of that will you get at the power five level? You know, if there's a guy at a school that's not a, uh, not a powerhouse school but is performing really well, his coach goes and takes the powerhouse job, does he then say, hey, I'm going to go with that guy? Or his offensive coordinator takes a, a job um, somewhere. Hey, I'm going to go follow that guy. So it's, it's going to be fascinating to see just how much, how much people are going to use the transfer portal and, and how much activity there's going to be in the transfer portal overall. Well, Charleston Rambo here at the University of Miami is on the verge. He's two catches away from becoming the single-season receptions leader. Uh, he's two away from passing Leonard Hankerson. And a couple, he's 92 yards away from becoming the all-time leader in, in terms of reception yards. So, uh, in fact, he, he's a couple of catches away from having more catches in one season at Miami than he had in his entire career at Oklahoma. <laughs> Which is crazy. And I, I yeah. think, you know, I said this on the broadcast. If, if you had a midseason, we named uh, all ACC in midseason. There have been three receivers on that list, and I don't think Charleston Rambo would have been one of the three. Now I don't think I don't know how you keep him out. I think it's, I think it's pretty easily, easily he, Jordan Addison, and, uh, and Josh Downs. Um, now the, the two guys at, at, at uh, Wake Forest are going to have something to say about it. Virginia's got a couple of, of really good players, but – but I think when you look at impact and overall consistency in the second half of the year, like Charleston Rambo has been fantastic. Uh, and, and a lot of it coincides with Tyler Van Dyke. And, and Joe, I said this too. 
Yeah, I think I think people were – obviously there have been a lot of people around Miami who are upset with Manny Diaz this year. Um, some of the end of game, the way games have ended, and I get all that. But the way he has developed this team, the way he has developed this team has been really impressive overall. And I think the way that this team has grown up has been really impressive as well. Uh, and, and I think you just look at, like, what this offense has become with Jalen Knighton with Tyler Van Dyke, with Charleston Rambo getting comfortable in the system. Overall, it has been a really good coaching job. And I think Charleston Rambo is sort of the embodiment of that. Look at what he was doing early on. Look at how that offense has developed. And look at how he's performed in the second half of the year. And he's got an opportunity to come back. So, uh, so I, think, uh, I, just think, I, I think it's just been a great example of how a team can improve and a guy can improve throughout the season. Hey, from a national standpoint, before we let you go, where do you stand on uh, who's in the Final Four right now? Where, what, 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 what are your thoughts? Say that again, Joe. Sorry, I had a toddler said, in my ear. Uh, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Um, from a national perspective, where do you stand on the the Final Four right now? Uh, Alabama, Georgia, yeah. where's Cincinnati in your mix? Is Cincinnati in your mix? Uh, I, I have been as, as big a Cincinnati doubter as anybody in the country. Um, but, yeah, Cincinnati has to be in the mix now. Um, and a lot of it has to do with attrition in front of them. They had not played well the last really six weeks before last week. They finally put together a complete performance. And it's not about style points. It's just about playing well. Like, it's just about looking like you're a top-four team. They finally did that last week. And so, um, yeah, I'd have Cincinnati in there right now. Georgia and Alabama also have to be in there. And then Ohio State. But uh, I'm pretty convinced that Georgia's going to beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. I'm also fairly convinced that Oklahoma State does not win out, um, which then makes it really interesting because then do you put Notre Dame back in that thing even though they're not a conference champ. But uh, all that will play itself out. But right now, Bama, Georgia, Cincinnati, and Ohio State. You know, I'm not a Cincinnati hater, but when I look at their schedule, and I get it, there's nothing they can do about it. The conference schedule is the conference schedule. I look at their schedule and I say, okay, I'll take the state of Florida, the big three in the state of Florida, all of which have struggled this year, Miami, Florida, and Florida State. And I think those three schools would run through that schedule also. So, yeah, uh, look, there's there's a lot of teams in the country that would run through that schedule. <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you, because I, I, like, like my argument against Cincinnati, and I will continue this argument even though we're to the point where like you're you're yelling into the wind at this point. Put Cincinnati in the SEC East, and how good are they? How many games do they win? I, I think they're Kentucky. You know, put put Cincinnati in the SEC West. Put Cincinnati in the ACC Coastal. Uh, put Cincinnati in the ACC Atlantic. Like, how many of those right. games do they win? Uh, now, I'm not saying that they lose three games in the Atlantic, but they very easily could lose Clemson and then somebody else when you're playing Wake Forest and Virginia uh, or, or, or Virginia or, or uh, when you're playing NC State, a complete football team. You know, they, they have the advantage of being the most talented team every time they walk on the field with the exception of when they go out of conference. And when you only have to deal with being at a talent deficit – one time a year because you are in a conference that allows you to do that, it's easy to run through your schedule. Talk to me when you're at a talent deficit, you know, multiple times a year or when you're the most talented team in the most talented leagues. So I'm, uh, they're in my final four. I, I sound like an old man as I get off my lawn, play a better <laughs> schedule, but, but it's true. 
Yeah. All right. Well, who's cooking in the Jones household on Thursday? Who, uh, what, who, who does that responsibility go to? It's a team effort, Joe. I'm in okay. charge of the turkey and wow. uh, and the mashed potatoes. We wow. also do. Last year, we broke out a little prime rib. We got a good good price on it last year, so now it's an expectation. So we'll do prime rib again this year. I'm in charge of that. Wife is in charge of a bunch of sides. Mom's in charge of a bunch of sides. So, uh, so it's a team effort here in the Jones household. All right, very good. Well, happy uh, Thanksgiving to you and the Jones household, and I'll see you on the road. Take care of those little ones. Yeah, we'll do, Joe. Appreciate it. Okay, thank you. That's Ryan Jones from the ACC Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.